see first of all they are facing a social hurdles in the form of prejudice and discriminations and avoidance so they become object of pity you know uh, that's something which i would like to say these special children and while they are in a group there are some children with a small diagnosis a mild developmental uh, delays there are some children with high syndromes there are some children with low uh, syndromes you know as a parent we can bring in you know the child better and you know the behavior of the child better so we need to bring that kind of for disability programs therapies and you can also consult educational uh, techniques through educators you know and that is through early intervention has to happen it goes on milestones and uh, but parents are the foremost expert on child to take charge when it comes to finding the tools they need and in order to learn work life balance is something both of them have to have an understanding when to step in and when to back off Hey guys welcome to another episode of Power of Passion I am Nivedita the host of this show thank you so much for tuning into this episode in this podcast i interview the inspiring personalities who follow their passion in order to help you to find your passion and live it with a purpose and lead a meaningful life today we have with us a very interesting guest dr nalini who is a channel head and she has over 16 plus years of experience with leading financial institutions she has been associated with global agencies like unicef and unesco to support underprivileged special kids and seniors of our society world human rights commission has awarded her doctorate for services rendered for welfare of special children and mankind for her social activities she has been awarded for nationwide women excellence awards 2021 by business mint and business standard on the occasion of international women's day 2021 she has also become part of 40 influential women who have excelled in the social welfare and service category so without further ado let's welcome dr nalini parbatula into our podcast and hear it all from her hello nalini welcome to my podcast hi nivi i'm so glad to be part of this platform so thanks a lot for the invite it's it's really a great uh, initiative that you have taken for all of us to understand what is these practices is all about thanks a lot thank you so much nalini it's an honor and privilege that you are on my podcast so i have lot of questions in my mind so without further delay let's jump into our conversation sure sure you have been so passionate in uh, serving the special children and for the mankind and even the human rights commission has even awarded you the doctorate for the services so what is it that makes you do this why are you so passionate about doing this yeah well um, you know to give you an understanding nivi you know i've been into this uh, kind of a social practice and welfare uh, services it's been for a decade right now and it is incredibly uh, more of you know fulfilling experience and of more of emotional experience to me so what makes me to do so is all about you know for us everyone matters in terms of social work is all about assisting those who need the most and everyone including those from difficult circumstances deserves to have a fulfilling life so to have someone on uh, their side willing to uh, fight for them uh, is what social workers is all about and the welfare uh, organizations has been built for those and you know 
to fill that role making a difference on multiple roles is uh, what the social practice is all about so it's all about fulfilling uh, the individuals and their requirements uh, with a lot of comfort uh, to them and giving them a, a comfort that we are there to help you out in the needy times so. very nice so what are the social initiatives you actually carry out to strengthen and expand these social protection systems yeah so you know we have some social service interventions you know to name the few we have end homelessness to be uh, supported with and we have some with the support of income and material aid and we have some institutional placement for this is for education uh, requirements some few children who are homeless without parents you know we would support these institutional placement to be there for this homeless uh, child and also that you know home health services uh, would be in home health services would be considered for and mental health services would be given and education especially legal services for women to be considered whom are left with no kind of uh, support for them to drag themselves to the in the form of law is to be considered so there are needed for women to be uh, given hands and secondly we do have a stop family violence so there are some areas they don't have awareness on that so we do have that kind of a support to be given to to the individuals who are suffering in the family violence and we do have a substance uh, abuse to be uh, considered for you know this is both for men and women to be considered we give that kind of uh, comfort to them and also this inequality social justice to these humans to be considered we also consider those people from welfare organizations so to keep society at a rapid pace so these are some certain uh, areas that we cover we support okay So what do you think are the issues that are faced by kids with special needs See first of all they are facing a social hurdles in the form of prejudice and discriminations and avoidance so they become object of pity you know uh, that's something which i would like to say these special children and while they are in a group right so that is something uh, major social hurdles that a special child undergo so when we talk about what changes that needs to be brought in you know maybe we can bring employ more actors with uh, you know disabilities in mainstream media that gives more awareness you know that is one area that we can bring in through platform of media to support and secondly uh, you know promote social inclusion in schools and make air travel universally and accessible like you know these children would love to uh fly in the in the air <laughs> so they love it but you know there are some segments for them to consider these children into the uh, flight uh, to be uh, brought in air travel universally needs to be accessible to realize that people with disabilities or special needs or human they are too human you know that something realization has to happen we need to become that voice of that challenge to these children you know and aid for parents in absence for them and you know they, we do approach the government for sometimes there are young parents uh, with lot of uh, defects with this child you know there are as i rightly pointed in the initial stages there are some children with a small diagnosis a mild developmental uh, delays there are some children with high syndromes there are some children with low uh, syndromes you know that's something which it all happens you know there are some children they cannot even get up there are a lot of difference so both the parents assistance is needed in this area right so in that scenario i think uh, we you know seek government for a support to be given to these in the form of a financial aid okay so kids they have their own issues and even the parents who raise them also face lot of issues right so what are the common issues which parents usually face 
with raising kids those have uh, disabilities yeah so you know to uh, talk exactly on that you know for parents having a disabled child uh, may increase stress and take a toll on their mental and health and you know physical health is to be considered as a parent to be considered as a mother or being a father you know there is something which uh, that takes a toll for them and it make it difficult to find appropriate and affordable child care for them so that might affect decisions about work education family having an additional children and relying on public support so this is something a uh, major you know causes uh, as a mother or as a parent for them to you know have a rise on the child you know uh, to common issues that you know to name the few you know keeping things in perspective a uh, learning um, a disability is not insurmountable like you know i would say that you know remind yourself that everyone faces obstacles right so it's up to a parent to teach your child how to deal with it so a parent has to be accepting it and teach your child and how to deal with that kind of uh, you know uh, the defect that they have without becoming discouraged it's all about you know giving your child a plenty of emotional and moral support that's more important uh, as a parent to be considered so becoming your own expert you know to do your own research and keep abreast of your uh, you know new developments in learning as a parent we need to bring up new developments it's not that only school has to bring in as a parent we can bring in you know the child better and you know the behavior of the child better so we need to bring that kind of a disability programs therapies and you can also consult educational uh, techniques through educators you know and that is through early intervention has to happen it goes on milestones and uh, but parents are the foremost expert on child to take charge when it comes to finding the tools they need and in order to learn to become a, a more advocate uh, for your child you know you may have to speak up time and again with your uh, child and get uh, a special help for your child embrace your role as a uh, in a proactive manner so we need to be really proactive with the child and remember that you know that ch- child a parent has to have an influence or outweighs all others like you know your child will follow your lead if you approach learning challenges with optimism so focus on your energy on learning what works for your child i think that implement is the best you can and you know clarify the, your goals with the child and and also with the educator like you know that can be happen before you're meeting uh, you know the educator or the teacher that you're you know bringing up so you know that something uh, normally happens with the special child children so when they meet the educator we need to write down and what you want to accomplish you know there needs to be a real planned goal like what we uh, do in uh, general you know we do it in organization right so we do have a per- clarify a specific goal that we need to achieve what we need to do and what we need to accomplish there has to be a right uh, homework for these children and you know you need to decide what is most important what you are willing to negotiate with the educator that is something you need to be prepared as a parent and bring that goal in place so what changes do you think needs to be actually brought in the society one is that uh, i would say that really disheartening to me was uh, homelessness to these children you know and that is something which no child should undergo you know uh, especially these children already don't know what to do right so uh, even when they are not well they could not support themselves they don't know what kind of a support they needed uh, uh, you know what is going wrong with their health you know that identification itself as a as a child they they could not recognize in those times i think 
as a parent or as a human being it you don't have to be a parent there you know any special child uh, mother can be a mother to another special child uh, as a mother so that's something that you know we need to understand each other you should not look them as a object of you know a pity there is no kind of a medical support or insurance covered for these children or medical insurance covered for these children and these are all something which is really disheartening to see that you know i think government has to bring in some aids for these children to be considered i'm really wanted to have that kind of you know support to be given so this is really a major areas which is really hitching me like you know why there is no medical insurance for these been accepted by most of them these are the children has to be given some kind of a medical aid right so uh, i think that is something which is a missing as a humanitarian grounds when we say we are having a uh, you know a most cultured uh, society you know i think these children has to be looked upon hmm. but the most important thing that they are looking out for is love right that's the basic and the most important thing that is also missing that's more importantly i pointed saying a pity of object you know that is how they have been treated in the society there is no love they are uh, you know treated like an alien so there are some few good hearted souls i have to mention them also not everyone you know 30% of the population so they give a lot of respect to these children so there are some 30 another 70% look upon as if you know they are from aliens so you know that kind of a perspective has to be changed upon and you know that's not the right way of approach as a human uh, that's where the social practices comes in we are all humans realizing that i am a human is very important as a parent you should accept these children you know that is more more uh, significant and you know super mandatory for all of us to go through yeah because even if you don't support them offer them any support at least don't see them as aliens okay so let's talk about women empowerment okay so how do you support women do you offer any kind of support for their growth and for jobs we try to support them with more job opportunities for them and invest in you know women entrepreneurial ideas uh, that you know to start with you know startups to be given for them on an entrepreneurial areas emotionally and financially we try to support them and professionally and personally we try mentoring them in terms of other areas to be considered so this is something which we usually do for them okay so how do you think that the work life balance can be brought in see one thing as a women they are multitasked um that's something which we talk about as a difference between anyone so again i don't want to mention the inequality or something that uh you know i think intelligence uh, and their characteristics uh and their uh, success brings in from there so so when you have to play a major role in other areas i think you have to be multitasked you should be at a rapid pace that you know how could how fast i could uh do it in a single minute you know uh, if i'm going to do from morning to evening and how fast i can do so they are the creators you know they know how to balance the life and sometimes yes failure comes in so that's something which we have to learn that's something the uh, lessons that we learn from it and we come back so that is not only for a women so uh, as a human being we try to do a lot of mistakes right so uh that happens when it comes to balancing the life you know whether it is a men or a women uh, we do have that challenge in balancing the work life you know uh it's it's i would mention this as a as a tool that as a mechanism both of them have to have this it's not only for women so work life balance is something both of them have to have an understanding what to bring in when to step in it's not about a courage here it's all about when to step in and when to back off you know uh how to deal with the situations uh, how to deal with the organization challenges how to deal with the 
at the, at the home level challenges so you need to be highly equipped uh, when we get into an organization so you shouldn't have a time management you should have a lot of areas keep your timings in place determined approach uh, both of them have to be highly understanding when it comes women coming to an organization and you know i think husband and wife have to have an understanding that you know yes i have to support my husband yes i have to support my wife to have an empowerment there so i think once that level of realizing happens you know everything goes smooth uh, i think that's where we all have to have an intelligence right okay and uh, uh, there is harassment in the society be it in workplace or you know in public places how can the women be protected do you have something to say on that harassment yes uh, i think we need to have your own uh, skills to do that you know it's an individual skills to manage that uh, we can't stop some you know when i say that you know when we know there is a uh, thief in the uh, in the market or in the in the <laughs> in in the room so i think i have to be a little careful in managing myself you should be understanding and you should know how to manage that so we bring that awareness also by mentoring them you know that is also a kind of uh, you know a kind of support that we try to give for men especially there are women they don't know they become so so uh, fear on to such kind of practices that happens in the society the moment they find some harassment going they should deal with it we need to open it up and you know maybe uh, first of all a woman has to support the other women so they have to have a hand in hand uh, kind of a support so uh, i would say that you know uh, recent past that we have actually seen that you know some children in the online classes they had to see some harassment you know there were some elderly women has supported them so they have to open it up so if when parent doesn't uh, give them kind of a, a comfort zone and be as a good friend understand the child uh, requirement when it comes to a parent i think that would be a major uh, hindrance for us to stop this harassment you know it's all about confidence navy uh, you know Uh, be it as a child or be it as a woman or as a girl child or as a woman as a ladies i think we need to carry that confidence in managing things or uh, never minding uh, acceptance uh, through harassments you should know where to stop in there you know bring them up so that harassment can be curbed you know provided you don't open it up then you have a big time trouble there you have to come out okay nice so what is your mission for the next 5 years nalini what do you have in mind i have a mission of you know giving a major trust to these special children so that is something which my dream uh, i don't know how far that would uh, get accomplished but that's one of my dream so i think that really works on for me in case of god's grace things goes well so i would be really supportive to these special children and especially with principles and with ethics we would like to have that uh, you know uh, mission to happen for the next 5 years for the social organizations to be considered social justice needs to be uh, bring in and professional development for a lot of women that's something which is very very important which is a miss right now because when we see the profession it is not looked upon uh, it's, it's still more to go for these women to be considered so that awareness it's not about financial independence to women it's something that they do have a goals they do have a passion so they are born for something right now in this birth you know they do have their own skills and development so that something bringing up out is something that gives the accomplishment when they turn 60 that that something you know that serves the purpose of their education so that work life balance has also needs to be given so that awareness is also to me we through i'm trying to give that kind of a mentoring to these 
women on the service. So last and uh, primary focus to support these special children with developmental areas with the aid. Um, majorly, I wanted to cover these two areas in my trust or something, uh, give a home to them with the parental touch. And secondly, to all the parents uh, to be given some aid by the government. So these two major areas that I would love to you know, uh, work upon. Um, maybe this mission is not for five years. It's, it might go for 10 years because let's see God's grace. Okay, that's wonderful. Whatever you have in mind, at least you have these thoughts in mind. All the best to you for that. So Thank we you. had an in-depth conversation about, uh, you know, the challenges faced by the special kids and how the society is treating them. And you have shared a lot of insights about women empowerment. So let's move on to a rapid fire round. Uh, there'll be just 10 questions and you can answer them, whatever comes to your mind first. Okay, nice. <laughs> okay, so the first question is, what's your favorite destination? I knew this. <laughs> what is the crazy thing that you have done so far? Why I put this question is because you have been very serious in doing all these stuff. If at all, have you done any crazy thing is what I wanted to know. I, I am very bad cook. Would not say very bad, but not that so interesting. But sometimes I try to do a lot of, uh, you know, recipes that goes very crazy. <laughs> So I think that's one of the craziest things that I used to do at my home when I have a free time. So more concerned about, I try buying a lot of things for that, that goes messy for me. So okay, I used so to crazy things. The crazy thing. thing is you say that you have done something in cooking. That's really, <laughs> yeah. really funny. Okay. What's your biggest dream? Yeah. So this is something which I need to do an album for my dancing. Wow. I'm one of my biggest goal and, you know, dream which I could not accomplish on myself. So I think God's grace, I should do it very fast, very soon. Very nice. Good, good. All the best for you for that also. Thank you. Okay. Uh, what is the best moment in your life? Best moment, uh, I would say the birth of my uh, uh, my daughter. Um, it's, wow. it's really a great experience to me. I never, I never thought about it, but you know, as a parents, uh, we both had a great experience with her, and you know, it was more cherished uh, a moment for both of us. So, not to be forgotten. So, best moment for me then. That's very touching and nice to hear too. Okay, what's your latest obsession? Latest? I don't think so. Anything of that sort as of now? Not at all. Not even one. No. <laughs> no. Okay. What is the book that you would recommend the listeners to read? So recently I've been awarded, uh, you know, I would say that is on a mindset, uh, which is something uh, for any successful person to be looked upon. And, you know, it's all about mindset. So that book, I think we can recommend. What's the biggest lesson you have learned in your life so far? Biggest lesson? Yeah, so uh, it's uh, we need to do things when it needed to be. And, you know, we need to pursue our goals. Um, I think uh, I started my goals to be accomplished after a, a decade later or two decades later. I think that's the biggest lesson for me. I think, uh, uh, you know, there are more to go with it. You know, there are more uh, lessons to be taken forward, you know. We need to do things when it is required and uh, at the same time, you know, the, the milestones needs to be achieved uh, then and there. I think that is the biggest lesson I have learned upon. So we should not delay it. Okay. That's nice. Good message. Okay. If you were to time travel, what would you be doing? <laughs> this... <laughs> have you thought about it before? Yeah. Though it is too personal, I could not uh, say, but I would love to go back 
i would have made my choices little changed i think uh, yes given the chance i would have done it maybe personally I'd, i would want to change it oh, okay so there's one more question to go nalini before that what is your advice to the people who want to follow their passion for any person that you know if they are following as a passion you know it's a determination and mindset is very very important as i said rightly uh, mindset is all about you know uh, you need to be really uh, uh, you know uh, out of fear with lot of confidence believe in you so you need to be really fearful and you need to be really uh, you know thought process uh, proactive you know if you have these qualities i think uh, never give up attitude you know nothing comes in the first instance or anything comes in the comfort zone you need to take risk for your goals to be achieved yeah so in the journey you will find lot of you know hurdles uh, there could be some kind of rats coming up inside so i think you need to be throwing out never minding uh, you know personality that makes you to reach your passions awesome okay so now we have come to the last uh, section of this round okay and the question is if you are given the power to change the world in a day what is the one thing you will do <laughs> nice question so first i will try to create a trust for these children one <laughs> i'm sorry okay. to put the again on the same concept because they are more needed now so secondly uh, you know i would keep the city very neat clean i really wanted okay. that uh, would bring a swiss kind of a situation to <laughs> india wow yeah so i'm nice. and a lot of technical support will be given uh, mm-hmm. you know more of uh, flexibility mm-hmm. portability will be given to all the individuals so a lot of changes i'll bring in so we will all will technically uh, no hindrances in it i can imagine uh, what type of india it will be then i am a person that i would always have a you know a, a fun in my life you know enter, you know fun and entertainment is something very humor sense of humor is very important for me like you know our purpose of life is all about to keep ourselves happy right so right. that environment i will surely bring in as a person if any given a day for me to change wonderful nalli superb so we have come to the end of this uh, interview and uh, thank you so much for coming to my podcast and you know sharing a lot of insights about so many things and giving you know awareness about how to take care of special children and how the society must actually support and also you wanted to give a home for the kids with a parental touch and also for the parents to be given aid by the government so i hope your dream comes true and uh, all the best for all your future endeavors i really thankful to you and uh, thankful to uh, you know public too that you know you have been creating lot of awareness about lot of passion that they have as a power you know that is something very important so all the best wishes for you too thanks again for coming on my podcast and uh, to all the listeners uh, who have been listening to this uh, episode i hope you would have gotten a lot of insights and if you enjoyed listening to this episode please do subscribe to my podcast and share it with your family friends and colleagues and give it a five star rating and please don't forget to share your comments on what you think about this episode you can connect to me on instagram at power of passion thank you